ladies and gentlemen, boys and ooh, I was trying to do a scary voice, but I went like slightly Jamaican, so I dropped it possible. Ladies and I'll go with the Jamaican. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the low budgets Halloween edition. I think we got a podcast. Make the most convincing sound of a man dying that you can. That was scarily true to life. And also, if any Russian intelligence are listening to this, we love you. Yeah. There's a man outside my window with a sniper. Ah! What's the most unrealistic sound of a man dying you can think of? <laughs> that's very, that's a very convincing sound. Go for it. Three, two, one. <laughs> that was so blase. It's always like my nan would say. It, it's Carla, Carla, and she's she, 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 she's grown. She's grown. She's in the world. Oh no! And she has three point six million horsepower. Oh my god! She is an impenetrable wall of flesh. Feed me! Feed me! See more! It's Booktober. That would... Yeah. As soon as, as soon as they come out, what are you preparing them for them to come out as lesbian? Even, as soon as you come out, you'll be listening to this episode. I mean, sure, if you want to have a family... um. this podcast <laughs> don't no yeah let me clarify do not do it with your parents on the on the subject of semantics let's not get into that one It's the end of the month. Um, uh, there's seven seven more people have been born. Uh, the Julian Fellows has written a new TV drama. Um, uh, there's no purple people left. Which what what does it mean? Gary Ghost. Gary Ghost. Oh, the most horrifying of the colors. Next to Serengeti Green. Ooh. Will we ever know? It's next to the most beautiful color of Moldy Haggis.
Is it alive? Maybe. Will we eat it? Definitely. Hmm. Scotland. Come for the haggis. Stay for the incest. Then we've just insulted. We today we've insulted several nations, and it's only been about two minutes. That's an impressive run, actually. Nicola Sturgeon is on the phone to Vladimir Putin as we as we speak, arranging the uh, celebrations for Hogmanay. Why do they call it Hogmanay? Did you just call it New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve. Why why do you call it Hogmanay? Why why you got to be dumb, Scotland? Or maybe they are real. Or maybe they have a lot. Of I was gonna go for the. I thought. I thought I knew where it was going, but it wasn't going where it was going. I was gonna say maybe they're a big fan of pigs, which makes a lot more sense. <laughs> many hogs, hog many. What a what a dumb what a dumb tradition. Either way, got. Everything that everything dumb that happens has come from Scotland. Maybe apart from like um Yeah, Disney Pixar's Brave getting kilts are two things which I absolutely hate. If you ask me, Disney Pixar's Brave was one of the worst films I've ever seen, and I can attest to that. No, but do you remember when you saw it, you would have been a kid, and as a kid, you would have gone, no, this is, this is rubbish, I don't like this. Where's the Cars? Where's the Cars 2? Where's the Cars 3, Fast and Furious? Where's the Cars 4, Tokyo Drift? Where's the Cars 5, Schindler's List, The Return of Schindler? They should have made Schindler's List 2, but gone, and the tagline should have been, this time, the list is even longer. <laughs> he just goes shopping. Schindler's List 2, the porno, Schindler's Fist. There we are, knocking out an old joke. Ah, knocking out. <laughs> oh, the... <laughs> start, you might say a terrible start, but I might say a fantastic start. You know, mentally, I don't think I've been all there because if I normally, if I look back through my notes of the past few days, I can sort of guess what was going on in my head. But the most recent thing I wrote down was uh, shaved by the bell. <laughs> and I can't remember what the idea was, but I imagine it was probably a parody of the TV show uh, Saved by the Bell, but in which a bell shaves people or Mrs. Bell shaves people. That could be quite funny. I say that like it would actually be funny. It would be funny to me and only me for about two minutes. Then I go, no, this is the, the dumbest idea I've ever had. Leave what? <laughs> she... <laughs> stay, stay there shaving to, until the cows come home. And then she'll shave them too. Because Miss Bell, she don't stop shaving and she won't stop waving. Shaving in one hand, waving in the other. A shaving, waving maniac coming to cinemas near you. <laughs> you could have picked any other word that rhymed with shaving or waving and you went for maiden. <laughs> like, I can think of, like, cra craving rhymes. If you wanted to go for a more Simpsons touch, you could have gone flavin'. Flavin', flavor, flave. 
You could if you're a fan of Public Enemy, you could have gone Flav and Flav and Flav. I don't know if I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if our audience knows much Public Enemy. I don't think we're really the target demographic for fans of Public Enemy. What? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Today. But tomorrow. Yeah. Which is today. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. Have you still got my wig that I gave you? Is that what the wig is coming in handy for? Is it? Ah, oh, I thought you were going to go for the wig. I just still don't know where that. If you got that wig still, because I can't. If I, I can't remember where this wig is. That's why I thought you were going with the whole hammer. You should definitely bleach. Probably somewhere. Ah, <laughs> uh, with the rest of the bodies. You know what? You should definitely bleach your hair just for the bit. And shave off your eyebrows as well. Not that you have many. Hey, well, I'm excited to see how many thoughts you provoke. You know what? You should carry um like a, a body of a small, um impoverished child under your arm. And put a sign around its neck and write tax tax write off on it. Oh, some political satire there. You know what? We're on our we're got it. That's the end of the episode. That's really that's the peak of whatever everything we're gonna do. We're right on the ball with our political satire. Do you know what's We're so on the ball. Margaret Thatcher just got elected for her third term. Woo, go Thatcher. No, don't do that. Do you know what actually politically scared me the other night? I couldn't sleep. Not because of, not because of the, I couldn't sleep. Not because of the thing that didn't scare me. But after that did scare me. I was sitting there and I was thinking, oh God, the American election is coming up very soon. And then I was like, oh wait, no, we've got a whole other month of October. And then I went, oh no, it is the end of October. We're literally going to die in like four days. What happens? What happens if Trump gets re-elected? What do we do? Do we shout? Do we scream? Do we do a little dance and say yippity yee? I found the gold. I found the gold. Then move to Nebraska and start a family with your sister. What do we do? What what happens at the end of those four years? How would he be in the White House after four years? That's an impressive statement to make, Will, that you think that Donald Trump is going to be able to change the American Constitution. We, we're going rogue. We're becoming parrots. We're the, let the ground swallow, swallow me up. Don't.
take that out of context. Please take, take that out of context. And what I'm excited for the gra- What is going on with you? You sound like you're shuffling around a pack of dominoes over there. Are you practicing to be a croupier or what's going on in this situation? When don't you have a depressing time? You wake up and you think, oh, another day of being William Hunt. <laughs> You're moving on up. You're moving on out. You're moving on up. Nothing can stop you. Hey! There we go. Finally. <laughs> it's taken about 35 episodes, but you got there in the end. Oh, wait, this will be our 37th episode, surely. Yeah, I think this is our 37th episode. I thought it was way more than that. (laughs) But it was because we missed a bunch of weeks at different points in the year and took a break. Wow, we're awful people. God, that is so sad. I'm so sorry. How did you ever cope with that? Seriously, that is so sad. Your headphones, no. Oh. One whole month. Uh huh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's so dumb. Um. What was that reason? Well, the f- Well, that was probably the least interesting story I've heard all week. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> what? 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 
<laughs> Why? What? Did I? What? 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 No. <laughs> what was that? I I couldn't have guessed where that was going if I tried. Oh my god. Oh no. What? Oh my god. God, I sometimes wonder how we've made it 37 episodes. And we still have stories this riveting to tell. God, I, I really hope no one offers us a radio show at any point. That would be singularly the worst experience of every human. What was it? A child burying his headphones? Did you do the uh, did you do the Prisoner of Azkaban thing where they go back in time because you were so sad that you had to relive the events yourself? <laughs> Somehow, you made one of the most interesting plot lines a film could have. The most uninteresting plot line a film could have with the phrase, I would go and nick my headphones from past me. You have the entirety of time travel at your disposal and you decide, you know what? I'm going to go and take those headphones. <laughs> Well, <laughs> if you... <laughs> all of your... All of your... Everything that you ever say that you could do is entirely self-servant to you. Like, anything that you could... Like, every time travel thing you do is just to make you a better person in the eyes of other people. <laughs> Like, you could have stopped JFK from getting assassinated. Or, like, I don't know, killed baby Hitler. But you decided, you know what? I'm gonna take something someone spent multiple years crafting and developing and honing their skill for, and I'm gonna award it to me. You really are the worst person. <laughs> <laughs> No, you can't change it now. <laughs> okay, but now you're proving my point. You're doing it to stop yourself from feeling bad. Everything you do serves yourself, you malignant old fool. <laughs> yeah. Well, to me... <laughs> You have the spirit of an old man who's lived a life of solitude. <laughs> wow! Was it wooden or stone? Well, that's a curveball I wasn't expecting. A steel staircase. A subtuant steel staircase. Wow. <laughs>
Yes. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh no, people are idiots. What's the point of climbing something when it stairs? I don't, I've, <laughs> climbing something, and I've never called stairs a structure. Surely the phrase should be, don't go on the stairs, not please do not climb on this structure. Wait, well, do you reckon you accidentally interfered with some sort of great artistic modern artwork that was placed in the crouch to make people think about the meaning of life and man's closeness to nature? I mean, have you seen some of the stuff in our school? Some of it is frightfully poor. <laughs> so, Will, just to clarify, now that you know that you're a, a, a greedy bastard, what would you do with time travel if it was awarded to you? Don't think too much about it being awarded to you. That's not the main crux of it. Stop trying to escape the issue at hand. And if you say the most selfless and sort of um, genial answer possible, I'm going to know that you're sitting there thinking you're holier than every being who's ever faced the earth. And you think, you know what? I am doing great today. Go on, impress us. Go on. Yes. <laughs> but will you're not religious <laughs> so what you're saying is you've tried to do a noble thing but you've just essentially created the world's largest religion based entirely around yourself Yes, that's what you've just said. I will become Jesus. Do you know how many people believe in Jesus and hang on his every word? And you're saying, I will become Jesus and make Christianity better. You've just gone right. I'm making the religion of William Hunt. How do you rebrand the Bible? What do you do? <laughs> Lay Bible. William Hunt in brackets, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the 2000s. <laughs> Do you know when Jesus Christ Superstar was written, Will? <laughs> A long, long... <laughs> <laughs> 
it was <laughs> it was written a long time before 2000. I think 1976. No one has ever... People have said that's the 2000s for me, but no one's ever said, ah, oh, that's the 1976s. Because believe it or not, 1976, despite everything that happened that year, doesn't normally stick out as a particularly important year in the pathos of um, years that have been. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, you should write a, a passage and you should, it should start with William Hunt, colon, open brackets, in Yorkshire accent, close brackets. Ooh, uh, look out for 1976. Going to be a proper good one, that is. Hold on to your hands and knees, please. This is going to get busy and then nothing happens. Well, that's the least consequential. That's... <laughs> you know, you, you could have done a joke around the band called Genesis, who are actually mentioned in Bouncers, but no, you decided to go for... <laughs> well, sometimes I really wonder how you've made it this far... As a char as a I was gonna say charming them, but then kind of just retracted my statement. I thought, you know what I no, no. I wonder how you've made it this far as someone who is revered by some. Not all. Some. Can we only do one thing or is this multiple can we do multiple things? Okay. I think my first step, or my one substantial thing, when um, going back in time and changing the course of history, would probably be to stop the Chinese dynasties from ever happening. Because... Exactly. Exactly, that's my point. If there was one cohesive government, none of the wars would have ever happened. And I stand by that statement, because China and all their warmongering back in the days created all the tensions in Europe, and it's their fault. It's China's fault for everything. Well, well, let's just like put this into perspective. You're probably saving the lives of a couple hundred people when you actually look at it. Mine is probably saving the lives of hundreds of millions of people. Yeah, but not that many people died that wouldn't have died anyway. You can't really count play. Well, the cr the cr the Crusades don't... Will, the Jews don't... Will, the Jews don't follow Christianity.
<laughs> well, that reminds you us that you're entirely created. You're basically a Nazi at this point. That's what you've done. <laughs> Will. Will. Will, you've just created your own religion that's a break from Catholicism. <laughs> you've basically done the, the actions of Hitler. You've facilitated so many wars. You're basically the world's worst person at this point. Although it would be would be quite funny to see you sort of hung on a cross. I feel like a lot of people would get like pleasure out of that. Be like, nah, another day of Will on the cross. Hurry up and die. So <laughs> So you will let the mutilation and like abuse of you happen until they put you on the cross. So you'd only choose your time travel after you've been arrested and mutilated. Well, so then you said you'd come back to 2020 to reap your rewards, yeah? So imagine if some guy just turned up out of nowhere and went, I'm Jesus, and everybody believed him. How do you think that would work? <laughs> so, well, you can tell people... Well, if I tell stories that I've made up about ancient Rome and like Mary and Jesus and all of that are people going to believe me people say I look like Jesus I'm t I'm t <laughs> I'm technically right now as it stands more of a deity than you are in the fact that people say I look like Jesus, and the fact that I've got the Jewish heritage. Yay! Uh. Do you really think anyone's going to read up to chapter 27 of the William Hunt Book of Joy? And also, you should totally call it the William, the Little William Hunt Book of Joy. The Little William Hunt Book of Joy. Published by Penguin for Children. Can you get it published by uh, the Early Learning Company?
can you recommend other can you recommend other books on the back of the william hunt little book of joy like if you enjoyed this you may also like the william hunt's quran and the torah according to william hunt well you made puns i'm <laughs> you could have used the name of the the ho the holy seek book Go on. Yeah, we did this in year seven. Go on. Guess, guess, guess what it is. Guess what the holy book of the Sikh religion is. No. Although that would help in their seeking. Have a guess as to what it could possibly be. No. That's Judaism, you idiot. You fool. You monstrosity. You anti-Semitic ruddy bastard. Yeah. Think about this very carefully. We might have a large Sikh audience. Come on. You can get it. But, right, it's five, four... Three, two, one. <laughs> That's single-handedly the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Oh, all of our Sea audience just tuned out. <laughs> well, I think you embody the ideas of a racist person. You just reduce an entire culture, an entire religion, followed by almost a billion people, down to one part of it. <laughs> well, it's not hard to remember the name the Guru Granth Sahib, is it really? Well, come on. It's the Guru Granth Sahib. Granth, you Nazi, you racist. You racist, you. I'm going to report this podcast for racial... In oh, wait, no, that's not a very good idea. I'm going to report you. Don't do that. We bleeped it for a reason. <laughs> because it was... A because it was a moment of accidental weakness, and you know it. Oh, aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, because you... No, because you actively thought about it. You've spent time on... Well... <laughs> We'll let this one slide, but next time, eh, you'll not be so lucky. I'm going to question you on... Bye. <laughs> the spooking comes in the race. Try and be, without my knowledge, try and be as anti-Semitic as possible. <laughs> I need...
<laughs> yeah. I need you to say the most anti-Semitic thing possible. And I'm going to just guess what it is. When I... Um, don't tell me it. No, because what I need to do is I'm going to try and edit it into a highlight of possible things that it could be. And then you're going to have to let me know which one it is later on. So at some point later in the podcast, I need you to say the most anti-Semitic thing possible without me noticing. So to change the uh, the topic, should we talk about the fucking Jews? We've got some uh, actually, actually, we've got some questions in from our listeners. Questions. We haven't done this in a while. Someone said, "My girlfriend believes that air has a color and it is blue. I disagree because it is air." Discuss. Hmm. I think it. Mm. Well, that's where I have to bring you to the point. That's where I have to bring you to the point of science might be wrong. For all we know, if we think about it, no one actually has a true perception of what the world looks like because each eye is different, right? So maybe all humans have a filter in their eyes or some sort of thing, scientific thing. I don't know what it would be. That this enables us to see what the world actually looks like. So maybe there is that the cut the air does actually have color to it, and our view of the world is distorted through our human eye development, which is entirely possible. Well, you can't. No, no, you can't disagree with the with the facts that human eyesight might not be accurate. But you, ah, how do you know that's the color blue though? That's not the color blue is an indeterminate thing. Each language and each different cultural group has a different understanding of what the color blue is. But maybe there is something that we're not seeing. It's entirely possible. It is entirely possible because you cannot disprove it. That's how is it? Disprove me. I dare you to disprove me. You can't. Yes, I, I was, whilst I was talking, I was aware of the logical fallacy I was falling into, but I'd also like to draw your attention to one of the most commonly used fallacy, which is the fallacy fallacy. Funny name, I know. The fallacy fallacy says 
that just because something bears the properties of a logical fallacy doesn't mean it is so. Therefore, saying that it is entirely possible that the human view is distorted, much like a dot, much like a dog's eyesight can only see certain colours and certain things. To a d- exactly. That's my point. Humans do not have, there is no clear, definable, accurate set of values which humans can perceive without it being extremely um, relevant just to humans. Every, lots of animals. Not necessarily, the only shade. Exactly. Who created the PhD? Who created the pH scale, though, William? I put that to you. It... I... No, it, it was a human creation. There... It's not... Yes. Exactly, it is a human... It, whoever creates it, it is a human creation. It is not... Yes, I did get the call back, but still, I want to prove. I want to make my point clear that the air most likely, probably, is not blue, but it's not entirely accurate to say that it is a hundred percent impossible that that is the color of the air, because the human view is distorted, and we have no comparison to no comparison of another set of viewing codes than the human does. There is no other way of seeing that. Say if there was, there's another life form that comes to visit Earth in several hundred years, their genetic makeup will mean that they view colours differently to us. Therefore, saying that the different perceptions, it, there's, no way of, there's no way of saying that it is or is not blue because it's entirely possible. Not probable, but it's entirely possible. I rest my case. No, it's not. There's a t- there is, there is. I I no. I implore you to ask a science teacher this, or I will for you. Because there is no way that you can prove that I am wrong. That's still not, it's no, because that's not falling into a fallacy. Let me remind you of the fallacy fallacy. Just because something bears the properties of a fallacy doesn't mean it's a fallacy. No, that's not how that one. <laughs> ah, you've fallen into the straw man fallacy, reducing the argument to its barest bones. But my point, and it's also a slippery slope fallacy at the same time. Technically, but what you have to talk about. Yeah, you could. But 
the idea of a giant monkey on the other side of the somewhat war, whatever you said, having a tea party on the other side of the sun is more impossible, and, but it's outlandish for the sake of being outlandish, whereas that's something that, that is not necessarily by everything that we know, everything that could be, based on what we know, it's something that is almost impossible. But the idea that air has a colour that we can't see is entirely probable. Entirely possible, not probable. Ah, but it's still possible. But it has to do with the density and the refractal possibilities of air. Well, only for... <laughs> but it's still always possible! Oh, but you can't see it. Not yet. Not until you awaken your third eye. I don't know what that means. Please don't do that. Please don't. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. We how should we move on to another question, a slightly more important question? I don't know if this is more important or not. What would you do if there was a nuclear missile inbound warning right now? What's the game plan? I'm ignoring the picture of your sock. No, that's... Well, <laughs> so you essentially you just give up. I know it's hard... I know it's hard being you, but that's what you do. Given all possibilities of what you could do to save yourself and, and negate the impact as much as possible, that's what you do. Why? <laughs> but inbound could mean five hours or it could mean five minutes. More likely it's going to be in terms of hours. What do you do if you've got, say, five, six hours? Yeah, but that's not how that works. <laughs> well, you're, this is the least creative you've ever been, and that's not saying much. You have five hours to avoid a nuclear missile. What's your, what are you going to do? All planes are grounded at this point, I believe, unless they're, unless they're designated getting people the hell out of here planes. Why are you going to Fanbridge? Well, you know how fast boats go, 
and you know that boating restrictions will still be in place. What? Well. <laughs> oh no. Or will you could do the real neat trick of driving a. Uh, 25 minutes, half an hour down the road to Kelverdon and going to an actual nuclear bunker. I don't believe that. But no, you've got you've got the you've got the five hours. So maybe maybe for the maybe for the first three, probably like go to Lakeside, do some looting. Do some pillaging, kill some people, have some fun for like three hours, and then go to the the nuclear bunker. Because I feel like I definitely want to loot some places first. And there was, oh, you know what I'd do? I'd uh, promise lots of people that I could save them, and everything was going to be okay. And I'd give them the longest route around to the nuclear bunker. So by the time they get there, it's too late, and all the people that I don't like are just trapped outside. I feel like that is probably the most efficient way of saying, F you, I don't like ya, you're gone. Oh, don't say that, don't say that. Oh, I don't want to be sent a picture of anything that hasn't been whipped out in ages. There's someone else that I don't want to know about. Painful to... Oh, so many notifications. There it's not, please. Right. Um, I've had, I've had another question. Someone said, Give me one good reason why you won't wear GoPros face-to-face -face for a video podcast. Hmm. I think it would be quite funny, though, to do thing where we're both wearing GoPros pointing at each other's faces and it looks like it's an action movie, but it's not. We're just sitting there talking. That'd be quite funny. I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe it might inspire a, a peak in sort of teen suicide, mainly being mine. Ah, ah, ah. Ladies and gentlemen, Will can count. It's a it's a Halloween miracle. William Hunt can count. Oh God! That's a real wonderful miracle, there, Will. <laughs> See, judging by your standards of what a miracle is, your religion is going to be awful. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you I can imagine you standing there in front of a crowd of like a thousand people at the Sermon on the Mount and you get this large bowl of things you count how 31 and you go guys there's only 30 how amazing is that and then everyone just leaves and they go and join Judaism or something The 30 
plus clause that you've got certain different clauses that people have to agree with. Well, what you've described to me is a cult. <laughs> In the nicest sense of the word. Well, this podcast is for lack of entertainment purposes at the moment. <laughs> Argument. Whenever I'm on a call with my friends and I need to go to the bathroom, I pee straight into the water so I can make it as loud as possible to assert dominance. My friends think it's eerie. Who's in the right? I like that idea. No dignity. I think it's absolutely the best idea I've ever heard. I think just... Yeah. Yeah, I think just sort of straight... Put the mic in, put the mic right into the toilet bowl, get some echo in there, some nice reverb on the end, on the, on the tail end. That would be genuinely the best experience ever if someone did that to me on the phone. I'd think, wow, this has really changed my life view. I've actually been deeply affected by this. I need to go and do some soul searching. I think your friends should increase the user volume just to make it as loud as possible. I like the idea that it sort of asserts a kind of dominance figure in the call. You're sort of on a call with a bunch of people and you're like, oh, I'm talking, now he's doing it, she's talking, and then suddenly you just hear... <laughs> and yes, it would be that blown out because it would be that loud. And you think, you know what? He's the... He's the uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. You'd really think, you know what? He's the king. He's in charge. He's the king of the castle. And you'd be like, you know what? I like it. It's nice. You suddenly become Borat. It's nice. I like It's very good. It's very, very funny. I watched it the other day. It's very nice. It's nice. I like. Yakshimish. Well, we were. Well, we were. Um, how large is too large? Just generally. Yeah, I'd say about that. About twenty-five minutes. How? For something, I'm trying to quantify what would be. Too, I'm trying to work out how large is too large. Just in general, I think something that's bigger. No, I, I think anything that's bigger than a double bed, that's too large. If it's about six years old, it's too large. You should have aborted it. Too large. If it's... um. Or that Yeah, well you've never you've 
Yeah, they've never done anything wrong at all. Never. Not once. I can't think of a single example in which I could openly criticise the Labour Party. Expelling Jeremy Corbyn. Nah, I don't know. I can't even think about anything really like that. Uh. And nothing but the truth. And, and no, they are not too large. Too small. But do you know what? If you could gain four feet of limbs, where would you put it? Example, two feet extra per leg. <laughs> One extremely long four foot arm. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of you dragging your arm along on the floor behind you while with the other hand talking. It's like, oh, so you stood on my arm again. <laughs> no, it all just goes into the lower arm. <laughs> I'd I give myself four foot of neck. <laughs> Just like the world's longest neck. Because I think more than like upset people, it would just confuse people. <laughs> because they'd have to. Yeah, you can, because if you had a neck this long, it would definitely fold in half. And that is hilarious. Can you imagine a neck folding half? Do you understand how good that is? My neck is long. Feel my neck, please, people. Do you know how great that is? A massive neck. But I also... Ah... Some say too large, I say uh, not large enough. Not large enough, in fact. It's a little bit tiny. It's a little bit small. It's a little bit... Why? You're not... You're like the smallest person in your family. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. You know what? You know what? Well, you somehow somehow you prove to me every day that you're a worse and worse person as the minutes go on. But the fact that you're considered a giraffe is kind of it's motivational for a better future. I think maybe at some point you will. Maybe at some point there will be character development. Not yet. We're not there yet. But at some point. You sounded like Donald Trump when you said that. Because you went, as soon as life collapses, I can go live my life in Africa as giraffe. Because I didn't hear as... Did you say a giraffe or did you just say giraffe? <laughs> yeah, I just said as giraffe because that's how Trump's piece goes. Uh, we, have, we have film. We have film. This is great film. We're not, we're not doing film anymore. 
They they wanted movie theater. They don't have theater. It's fantastic. I'm big. I'm big. Not large. Not large enough. Some may say. Some may say he's large, but not too large. Not large enough. I need to be larger until I reach the large man in the sky who tells me to do bad things. What? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. You're really on the nose with that one, weren't you? No holding back there. Yeah, you know what I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm not... I'm not going to highlight the other one. I'm just going to highlight that one. (laughs) William Hunt is anti-Semitic 2020. Uh... (laughs) And then I'm going to put the clip right next to that of you yelling Hitler very loudly. (laughs) Hitler! (laughs) You know what else is too large? Judaism. Hitler! <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm gonna definitely do it to you. But do you know what we haven't? Guess what we haven't? Just guess what we're gonna do now. Especially for Halloween. Not that it's a specifically horrifying thing, although to some it might be. We're gonna watch it with Michael Caine. How? How in the hell did you book him, Will? <laughs> do you reckon we can do that? Michael Caine, agent. Surely we can get Michael Caine on the podcast. No, he just appears in weird British spy films. We can book Michael Caine. Wow, well, we were. We can book Michael Caine. How are you excited? How excited are you? Yeah, right. I don't know. Who do we con? Is we've got two people to contact: the young one and an old one. I'm gonna contact the young one, Laurie Robertson, booking Michael Kane. <laughs> This is the world's dumbest email I've ever written. Dear. What was her name again? Laurie. I should go, dear Laurie. (laughs) Dear Laurie, a.k.a. 18 Wheeler. How do you start off a podcast booking Michael Caine? How do you do that? What do you say? Dear Laurie, we are a we are a highly popular and well revered. Ah, there you are. None of that is true. By who? Oh, <laughs> did you te- did you tell him to do that, or does he just listen to this independently? Oh. 
Yay! You can tell them about this episode tomorrow. We are highly popular and well-revered five-star podcast. Podcast from, I was going to say Essex, but I'm just going to say London because we're close enough. We have been big fans of Michael. We're going to, well-revered five-star film film podcast from big fans of Michael Caine and his cinematic work and have frequently discussed him and his uh him and his antics oh yes and he <laughs> we have discussed him and his enormous penis wink wink <laughs> On our show, we we would love if we could have a very quick, only has to be a minute, let's be reasonable here, though I put that in all capitals by mistake, <laughs> only has to be a minute! <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Every line he has in a minute. Speed run. Only has to be a minute or so. Interview slash chat with him. Over <laughs> on a few minutes. <laughs> so hi, we've got Michael Kane on the show. Uh, thank you for coming. See you soon. So, so, intimate chat with him, overcall on our show. We will be willing to do anything we can to get him to talk to us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except for paying any money, get to talk to us as our fans would love to hear from the. Yeah, I think so. He was in the Italian job and a bunch of like bias stuff and old like gangster movies from Britain. The main man himself. <laughs> I've only seen the one where you're a spy and a car, so that covers all of his movies. We would love to hear from the main man himself. We are a. If we say if we say we're kids, then maybe they'll take us a bit more seriously. No, because they'll be like take sympathy on us, won't they? We're a young duo of nonsense. We've attached the Richard Arnold rap for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine if we just sent him thoughts? Question mark. You're a young duo of. of uh, who have an aspiration for aspiration for our field and take great influence from Michael and his work in the zeitgeist of the creative sphere. Thank you. 
for taking the time to suck my dick. <laughs> Email. How <laughs> to ruin your chances of interviewing Michael K. We would love to cooperate with you on this. Yours sincerely. The low budgets. <laughs> we're just Michael Caine's yours sincerely Charlie and William Michael Caine's long lost children right I have sent the email could you imagine if we genuinely get Michael Caine on our podcast <laughs> Michael Caine's podca- international podcast debut on the low budget I think we got it podcast oh that would be seriously Did you want to do that? The podcast. Hmm. You were only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. What's worth? Wait, we should do a Michael Caine impression of. Wait, wait, we should pretend. We should do it when we have Max on again as a guest. And then when it's one of our turns to do it, Michael Caine actually says the line and we go, wow, that was such a good impression that it's just Michael Caine. <laughs> Could you imagine if we... I feel like it's entirely possible because I feel like that's the type of thing he'd do. We should do a series of one-minute interviews with exceedingly famous people that people have no idea how we get them on the show. Like, um... So we do, like, Bill Murray. No, do you know what we would? We would actually be able to get Bill Murray on the podcast because Bill Murray is known for not having an agent, and he just turns up to random people's parties, like all over LA and stuff. And he'll just like go to random things, like random fan events and stuff. And Bill Murray is known for being a bit weird, so maybe we could get Bill Murray on. It's entirely possible. Aha. Uh-huh. So that would be the spookiest thing of all. Bill Murray's bare penis as the cover of the podcast episode. Oh no. So should we quickly, before we finish, because should we finish on everyone's favorite segment, the noun segment? Dun, dun, dun. The sp- <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google spooky nouns. Yes. Spooky Halloween words. Yes. First spooky noun. Apparition. Ah, uh, this is my favorite parition. It's apparition. The next noun. Now, this one's going to, um, it, 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 no, I've got nothing. Enchanted. I was going to say this one's going to enchant you. And then I went, no, that's the word. <laughs> N, 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 N. There you are. That was enchanted. Uh, N, N, N. 
yeah. I thought it was fun to just go N, 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 N. Ah, either way. Now, um, this one, um, you might not be able to see this coming. Uh, ghost. A ghost. Oh. Ah, this one's given me a bit of a, a bus. Uh, nope, that was not nice. <laughs> Don't know why I said that. Oh, wow. You, you, your voice had a reverb on it then because you've gone into a different room and it sounded like you put like a spooky effect on your voice. I was really... Yeah, you had this really... You had this insanely reverbed out voice. It was so weird. <laughs> no, it was like like big and booming like an open cathedral. Yeah, a bit, but bit like yeah, kind of like that. Ah, uh, now a famous jean brand is going to ignore the existence of the singer called Taylor Swift. Can you guess what the noun is? Levitation. Levitation. Levi Tayshun. There you are. That was the worst thing I've ever said. Right, look, coach, we do quick fire nouns really quickly. Quick fire nouns. Okay, uh, this one's in the middle. Medium. Opinions. Occult. Paranormal. Phantasm. Exorcism. Satanic. Knife. And, and you know what? I think we got it! Noun. You don't. Oh god, that was awful. <laughs> we we didn't really finish on a spooky segment. Let's try that again. But we do it in a spooky voice. And you know what? I think we got it. Boo! Ah!